Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Gents this season, he's wearing the cap armband, but that's well played from Retre in for Adam LeVondre, who goes round Jack Duncan, penalty for Sydney, Adam LeVondre will have a gilt-edged opportunity. LaFondra against Duncan, and Sydney have their goal. Sydney have the lead. Eight minutes in, and the home side are in front. LaFondra into the area now. Closed down. White shirts everywhere. LaFondra does brilliantly, though, and counts over. That's a second. A little touch for you, and it's a lovely ball. Perfectly weighted, and Newcastle are back in it. This season. Tino Yule onto the left, marked, and he's done it from nowhere. The Tino Yule show. Woo-wee. Beautifully into the path of Dylan Wenzel Halls. Western are on the attack. Dylan Wenzel Halls. That is a sensational finish. And Western United take the lead, and it's two goals in two for Dylan Wenzel Halls. Yeah, there you have the A-League uh, from last night. Three games were played, and uh, to talk all about uh, soccer, the round ball game, Adam Kwasnick joins us again on Sports Central. Good afternoon, Adam. Thanks for joining us, mate. Good afternoon, Chris. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. We'll talk a bit of Premier League too, if we can, at the back end of, of this show. But if we just uh, go through those uh, those games from yesterday, and, and firstly, Sydney FC, uh, a draw with Newcastle Jets. That match played at Cogra. Um not a great start for the Sky Blues. They're still winless now after three rounds. Yeah, look, I think there's a little bit of concern in the Sydney camp uh, yet yet to win uh, this season, but it was it was it was promising. Um, they came up against, in my opinion, a very good Newcastle Jets team, and and they've turned the corner since Arthur Pappas has has been in charge uh, at the start of this season. They uh, they lost their first game. Um, they had a draw last week against the Wanderers and they deserved uh, a point at the very least against Sydney last night. Uh, it was a fantastic game. Uh, towards the end, Sydney had a disallowed winner, controversial VAR ruling. Right ruling? Offside. Oh, mm-hmm. look, by the, by the letter of the law, yes, mm. but the rule itself... Uh, for me, it, you know, that's the type of rule that you want to sort of scrub out of the game, mm. and you want to you you want to favour the attacking team. You want to uh, factor in goals, mm. um, and unfortunately, it wasn't the case last night. But a very entertaining game, and I think a fair result in the end. That's the uh, the fiftieth meeting between those two sides in in the A League. I think I read that somewhere. So, uh, so Sydney were up two two nil, weren't they at half time? It's a pretty handy yeah. lead, isn't it? They they'd be bitterly disappointed that 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 they've only come away with the uh, with the one point. Uh, agree, and mm. you know at two nil, um, and I said it during the call that there was there was a chance there for Sydney to to very much go on with it. Uh, that being said, you know the Jets turned it around in the second half, and you know it was it wasn't a tale of two halves. The Jets were always promising in attack. But some individual mistakes really cost them early on. But they were able to get back in the game. And, and as, as I said, I think a draw was, was a fair result in the end. Mm. 
uh, elsewhere then. And, um, well, reigning champs. So Sydney had a very slow start to the season. This is round three. Um, the reigning champs, Melbourne City, coming off a, a two-all draw with Adelaide, I think. And they've been beaten, gone down at home. Western United winning 1-0 at Amy Park. Yeah, this one was somewhat of a shock to, to some of the fans. But for me, it all started last week against Adelaide. You mentioned the two-all draw. The way mm. that game ended, uh, you know, they basically threw away that game, Melbourne City. Um, and the comments from their star striker, Jamie McLaren, on TV, I don't think that would have sat too well with some of the players in the City team during mm. this week. Um, and as a result, Western United, well, you know, had they not won this game, Western United, John Aloisi would have been none from four in his in his new club, and that would have been a good start for him. That being said, uh, Dylan Wenzel-Halls, he's two from two now. It was a well-taken finish in the first half. Um, and despite the City dominance in terms of the statistics, they just couldn't break through. Um, and, and Western United came away with a, a solid 1-0 win. And Brisbane Raw, I'm talking to Adam Kwasnick, by the way, um, SEN's very own Adam Kwasnick, by the way. Uh, Brisbane Raw, nil, Adelaide United, nil. So, uh, well, that's their first point of the season for the Raw. Yeah, and really tough conditions as well, humid conditions up in Brisbane. Look, I, I, I didn't really see this game. What I took mm. away from it, what I see, was at the very end, the red card to Javier Lopez. Um, he, he got a, a yellow card very, very late in the game and he just didn't want to leave it at that. And Chris Beath had no option but to pull out the red card almost immediately after he got the yellow card. So a little bit of a disappointing end for Adelaide and Lopez will miss at least the next next game for, uh, for Adelaide. Uh, that being said, Brisbane, you know, they're going to have a tough season from what I've seen of them. There's a, there, there's a lot to work on. Um, the manager there's got his work cut out for him, Mooney, but he's um, he's got a young squad. Uh, hopefully they can get through this season unscathed, but it will be a tough season for him. Adam, before we look ahead to the uh, the couple of games today, if we just rewind further back, uh, uh, Friday night, wasn't it? Um, so the uh, Wanderers, 2-0 over, over Wellington. That match played down there at, uh, well, at Wellington's home ground, if you like, home away from home in Wollongong. Um, that's their first win of the season for, for Western Sydney. Yeah, they they obviously had two draws and, and obviously a win as well. And they got their first three points uh, on Friday night. Toma Hemed getting another goal and Johnny Kuchumba's at the very end. Obviously, the Phoenix goalkeeper uh, at the very end of the game, they tried to, to try and get a draw off a corner, but um, he was left-bound wanting at the very end. And Johnny Kuchumba's just strolled up the field with, a, with an empty net in front of him and, and put it in the back of the net and made it 2-0. Look, the telling part in this game, early in the first half, a VAR for a Phoenix goal got disallowed. Josh Laws bundled it over the line. And Uffi Tale in his mm. pre-post-match uh, um, match conference basically questioned uh, why it wasn't allowed, the Phoenix goal. Uh, for me, I, I totally agree. I, I couldn't see any problem with it. But they disallowed the goal for the Phoenix. And the Western Sydney Wanderers, they went up the other end a couple times in the second half and made it 2-0 and it was game over from there. Mm. Your old boys, uh, Central Coast Mariners, they're in action this afternoon. They take on MacArthur FC. Uh, the Mariners, they began the season with a, a good win, didn't they? The F3 derby over the Jets. That Then they lost last week to, to Wellington. And uh, yeah. this match being played out at Panthers Stadium, uh, I can only assume because Campbelltown's still uh, like a bog, is it, out there? Yeah. Well, the Campbelltown <laughs> Stadium was uh, had problems at 
the very beginning. And, and as we saw, you know, they shifted their first great, yeah. uh, first game up to Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, Mariners, very, very tough midweek game, cup game, in which they got away with in the end against the Wollongong Wolves. They come up against a very good MacArthur team. And I think Ante Milicic is really starting to get, get the best out of his players, in particular his new, new recruits in Craig Noon and, and Ulysses Davia. I think they're going to be red hot today. I'm hoping my heart says a Mariners win, but it's going to be a big ask against a very good MacArthur team. They're my smoky to take it out this season. True. The MacArthur Bulls. There's uh, a lot of quality throughout that, that team. Um, the Mariners, how they, how's Nick Montgomery going to set up? They're still minus Matty Simon. Um, they've got a few youngsters coming through. Um, but I just can't see them really going on and getting all three points at this game. At best, maybe a point. Um, but I'm hoping they, I'm, I'm wishing they can take all three at the back end of this game. Have we seen much A League football played out at Panthers Stadium? No, I think there was a derby, a, a cup game, uh, Sydney SC versus the Western Sydney Wanderers a couple of years yeah. ago. But it, I think the Matildas league. might have played there as well a couple of years ago correct. from memory. Yeah, yeah correct. Right. Wonderful setup out there, and they obviously got the Leagues Club uh, across the road. So mm. great opportunity for fans to head down there, stay dry in the lead-up to the game, and then make their way across the road, which it should be a fantastic game. As I said, I hope the Mariners win, but I think just MacArthur will be too good on this occasion. Well, there you go. Yeah, so uh, footy fans, league fans out there, Panthers fans, get down to your home stadium if you if you want. I mean, there's no rugby league on and uh, take in what, what should be a really good game. But the way you're just talking about that, Mariners against MacArthur FC. Uh, shade past four, that, uh, that kicks off there at Panthers Stadium. Melbourne victory against Perth Glory. So that's, uh, what is that? That's the final game of, of the round. Melbourne victory coach... Um, Tony Popovich faces his former side for the first time. Yeah, and Tony Popovich, well, you know, you've got to get on the bandwagon. He's got his Melbourne victory team humming. We've seen the success that he has had at the Western Sydney Wanderers, and you mentioned Perth Glory as well. And it's just a continuation with his new new team, the Melbourne victory. Uh, I think they'll go three from three today. Uh, really easy on the eye last week against the Brisbane Raw. Uh, these two teams mid- middle of the week as well in a cup game and the Melbourne victory end up winning 4-3 on penalties. So they fairly uh, well know each other mm. heading into this game. Um, there's a couple injury c- clouds over the Perth Glory attack. Daniel Sturridge yet to make a full start. Is he so playing? Waiting to Is he st- will he start well, today? I hope so. Mm. We're, not, we're not so sure as yet. What's killed Perth Glory in the last two games is their so slow starts. They've got such a potent attack, but they're so sloppy in starting games. And they got a one-all draw against Adelaide in their first game. Um, but uh, like moving forward, they really, really need to start well. Uh, but I can't see that happening up against a really strong Melbourne mm. victory outfit this afternoon. What's the relationship like uh, between these two clubs now with Popper going there? And, and he lured a few players with him, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, look, I, I can't see there being too much... All fine? Um, yeah, I think it, it'll be all fine. Tony Popovich, he's a great man manager. And, you know, he left Perth, from what I could hear, on, on, on good terms. Uh, he had an opportunity to go overseas, and, and, and obviously that didn't work out. But, you know, he he brings success wherever he goes. And fortunately for Melbourne victory, that could very well be this year. And 
Amy Park. You expect it this afternoon to be humming again as it was a few years ago when, when Melbourne Victory were winning titles. Mm. Talking to Adam Kwasnick, all things football. Uh, can we chat a bit of EPL? Okay, a couple of minutes? Yeah, yep. good as gold. Um, so uh, there were five games, I think, overnight, uh, and they were only going into this round two points separating the top three. Chelsea were on 33, um, Man City 32, and then Liverpool 31. So it's really, really tight at the top. And I'll just update the table now for you, though. Man City are on top on 35, Liverpool in second place on 34, and Chelsea in third place on 33. And that is because Chelsea suffered a 3-2 loss away to West Ham. And what a game that was. I got home late last night from calling the the Newcastle Jets-Sydney game. Good timing for you. Yeah, it was. It was wonderful timing. Uh, West Ham... They went 2-1 down at half-time, and I'm thinking to myself, I think it could be a draw at best for West Ham. They could get back in this game, but I think Chelsea were going to go on with it. But then I woke up this morning, and what a turnaround it was for Mm. West Ham. They really turned it around. A wonderful game, obviously five goals. Uh, The Premier League's producing some wonderful results um, as of late. Um, And Newcastle, Newcastle getting their first win on the board against Burnley overnight. Um, They've got plenty of money in the club, but they yeah. just need to start getting results. And for that to be their first win, um, it's a fantastic start. Leading into a Christmas period where there's going to be games coming thick and fast, hopefully they can pick up results. And then from there, maybe buy some new players in January to see them escape relegation. Mm. Uh, well, I'll just go through all those those scores then. So it's been turned around, the, the leaders now. But uh, Newcastle, as Adam's just pointed out, 1-0 win over Burnley. Liverpool defeated Wolves 1-0. Man City, a match they were expected to win, 3-1 away to Watford. Uh, West Ham, um, 3, Chelsea, 2. Uh, so there you go. Manchester City now at the top of the English Premier League on 35, Liverpool 34 and Chelsea 33. Adam Kwasnick, great to talk to you, mate. I really enjoyed that. And what what are your plans for the rest of the day? Well, I'm going to watch my beloved Mariners take on MacArthur. And as I said, I'm hoping for a Mariners win. I just, I'm just not so sure this time around. Uh, but a very relaxing weekend. We had nippers this morning up on the Central oh. Coast. They weren't the best conditions, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, just got, got through it unscathed, and uh, we're just going to relax. What beach are you at, Adam? What beach? Uh, they do do nippers at North Entrance, but there yep. was a carnival today at Riggle Beach. Uh, right, uh, just around the corner a bit. No, yeah, I was down there. I was down there myself, but across the bay from you, uh, across Broken Bay, about, I don't know, 15, 15 20 k south at nippers as well, and it was awful. Um, so, yeah, anyway. All right, put your feet up, and let's hope the Wanderers can get up, the Mariners can get up for you. Awesome. Thanks again. Great stuff. There is Adam Kwasnick. All right. Uh, plenty to talk about in the world of football, isn't there? And that you love your football, JP, too. I should point that out to our listeners. JP's on the panel, by the way. Tragic. Well, let's just say tragic, tragic of all sports, Chris. Mm. You are a bit of a bit of a sports nut, mm-hmm. which is good. This is a good place to be. Yes. Um, let's just say I was actually at that Sydney FC game, and um, I thought, Oh, you were there last night? I was there last night, yeah. And I was watching that decision, and it wasn't for offside. It was a really contentious call. And let's say when when it was given no goal, um, let's just say that the fans, yeah, they they weren't too happy at the ground. No. No, I bet they weren't. I bet they were I didn't know you were out there. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, keep those wow moments coming through. Uh, wow moments after... Uh, Is it wow? Yeah. Wow! 
you know. Wow! It's Gussie. <laughs> Gussie Gould. He of Channel 9 and he of uh, Canterbury Bulldogs as well. Um, he told Tavita Pangai Jr., didn't he? He said uh, along the lines of don't embarrass yourself or something like that. Good words of advice. Tavita Pangai Jr. won last night. Won easily, didn't he? Uh, but there were some other boxing results. We're going to talk boxing in about an hour's time. Uh, Billy Dibbs going to join us. Mark Warren from Pot Rock Podcast is also going to join us, and we're going to have a, a three-wayer, if you like, um, and talk all the latest news in boxing. Uh, keep those texts coming through. I've got them here. Jim, I'll read yours out in a moment as well. I'll try and even find some of that audio, uh, and it's Muhammad Ali's uh, win over George Foreman. We'll be able to find that. Wow. In uppercase. We'll take a short break. When we return, we're going to try and find, not some highlights, we're going to try and find our good friend, Jaleesa Rapp. She's out there on the mountain somewhere. Hopefully, she'll soon be joining us on Sports Central.